Yo, 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 what is going on, podcast crew from a beautiful morning here in Bali? <sighs> Just breathe. Just breathe for a second. Been a long day, I know. And today I want to talk about, and what's been on my mind, is this need for approval. Or more, more importantly, the fear of being unapproved. <laughs> we look at our credit, we look at our uh, whatever it is we're trying to get, and we hope that we're approved. We seek approval in other people. We, we, if you get like me, how I used to be, I used to thrive on it. You know, and, and when you really look at it, you look at where did this come from? This need for approval. And as I said, and I'll say this a thousand times in the next thousand episodes of this podcast, it, it, it came from your childhood. Maybe you didn't get the attention you wanted. Maybe you're not even aware of it. You know, because there's this interesting thing our brain does. It suppresses things. And I'm sure you're, oh, Luke, I know my brain doesn't suppress things. Absolutely, you know that. It doesn't do it. Because it's really good at it. And if it senses really good at it, you don't know that it does it. So for me, there were so many things that I suppressed with because of my approval. And so many things, like when I looked at the way I did things, hiding all these kind of things, I looked at why. Why do I feel the need to... to to not say what I really want to say. I really want to say the numbers one, two, three, four, five, but I only say the number three because I think people will get mad at number four. And number two, maybe it's not that important. Number one, I only really care about. And number five, maybe that will be just too long to say. So we end up filtering ourselves. So we come out by just being like someone, hey, three, 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 three. And we wonder why we're not heard. Why we're not magnetic, why people aren't drawn to us, why people don't come back to us. And it's because we're being the same like everyone else. So this entire thing that I'm on right now is to be the most authentic version of myself. You know, and, and a lot of things people don't know about me is for me, it's been so much of just trying to figure out who am I? You know, who am I? You know, I can do all this inner child work on myself and figure out things in the past and and being guided, of course, to do it. But, you know, when I look at myself, you know, if you guys don't know, I, I'm one of six kids. So I got five brothers and sisters and I'm the oldest one. And then I was the first one to go to college and I went to college at 17. And, you know, my parents still had to deal with the kids who were left back in the home. So for me, I was kind of, you know, abandoned isn't the right word. But abandon's the best word to describe it. And that's how I felt. You know, I felt as if, well, I'm living the dream. I'm, I'm leading the way. And then once I go away, it was just like, well, no one, does anyone care that I'm away? This was a big deal. So a lot of what I did was, was based around this, based off of that, just being away. Okay, I'm on my own. I got to figure this out. <clears throat> so I'm, excuse me, I, I'm the example. I'm the first. I'm the firstborn. As they say here in Bali, I'm Gide. Basically, Gide is the name they give to the first child. Or if it's a girl, they can give it Putu. And then they have their real name. So my name, when I introduce myself to people, it's, hey, I'm Gide, Luke. And they know instantly I'm the firstborn. And that I'm Luke. So for me, growing up, you know, and not even talking childhood, talking post-childhood, in my life was always just like, I'm on my own. I... I, ha I don't want to let myself down, and I can do that by making other people happy and making myself feel accepted because I've left my home home, and I'm out in the world, so I have to make this my home. 
So from the age of 17, that was my mindset. My mindset is wherever I go, I need to make this my home because this is where I am. There wasn't like, well, I'm moving by, I'm moving past here. I'm just passing through, so I don't really care. Because I wanted it to feel like home. Even if I know it's only for a month, even though I know it's only for a couple of days or a couple of years, I want to make it feel like home. Which meant getting people to like me, getting people to to accept me. You know, one of the biggest things that I have about polling and this is a polling, and this is what's in the book, and I actually wrote about this part this morning. Was, you know, I, I knew I was, in, when I'm talking about in this book, when I'm coming back from Torin to Warsaw and I'm arriving there, the first thought in my mind was like, home. Home. And I started to think about these words. What does home mean? Because you could ask a hundred different people from a hundred different cities and they'd have a hundred different answers if they had to write it out in a sentence. There'd be a common theme and maybe a common word. But they're, they're, they will be different. You could take 100 people from the same city and they'd have different answers. But now I don't look for answers. I don't look for problems. I look for patterns. And I believe that no matter what your definition of home is, the underlying pattern of that is acceptance. For me, Poland was so important to me because it, it was a place where I felt accepted. It was a place where I felt this is like home. This is what I imagined home to be, a place that welcomes me back, a place that when I leave, I can't wait to go back to, a place where people are smiling, a place where I'm greeted. Now, I'm not saying my official home with my family isn't that, but we all create a version of the home that we want because we all grow. We have different likes. We have different needs. We have different desires. And as we do, as we start to to embrace that, we realize that home is what we make it. So you can make home whatever you want. And what happens is when you do that is you start, you'll start to tolerate things. So if you don't have a definition of home, then you'll just start to tolerate anything. If you don't have a definition of home, then you just let anyone in. People talk to you any kind of way. For me, home is, 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 is peace, it's quiet, it's togetherness, but more importantly, it's accepted. Anyone there is accepted. You feel accepted. You feel loved. Because with acceptance, you feel loved. It's just natural. So for me, I was always trying to seek approval for people so I could make it more like my home. You know, and these, this ran out through a lot of my, 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 my childhood growing up, and this was all pre going to Europe. So these were all part of building the person who I was. And then going at 21 years old into being a pro athlete, what happened was that all got wrapped into being a pro athlete. Because now I'm like, well, if I'm approved by these people and I'm approved by this team, that I get signed to the contract means I can stay in the country. And then it was like, well, if I can get the fans to love me, then that means that the team will have a harder time letting me go. So all this stuff just gets naturally wired in and then it gets reinforced by our behaviors. And what happens is we end up using this one necessarily when it comes time to break free. Like, okay, you got it. You've made it. You've done it. Now break free. And you realize, like, I'm so far thick in, in the thick of things. I don't know if I can get out of this. You know, and it's, it's kind of like you get lost. You know, and for me for so long, you know, being a pro athlete and being liked and playing well and and... And having a successful career, for me, was very important. 
but I got lost. You know, and just about two weeks ago, I was in the jungle and we had a guide and our guide knew everything. He didn't need a map. He didn't need GPS. He knew everything. He knew how to do it. Just he goes in the woods for fun. Basically, he's one of these kind of people who they're just naturally gifted. And, you know, when you go into the jungle, there's paths you have to cut down to get through. But some paths you can squeeze through. You want to avoid water? You can take another route. You don't want to step on rocks? You can go the other side. So we go through sometimes our version that we're in of our lives doing that. But what happens is when we're like, okay, this has served me enough time to get out of here. And all of a sudden, you don't, you're so far deep in the jungle, you don't even know how to get out of there. Where do I start? What direction did I come from? What do I do from here? And what happens with most people is you realize, well, actually, it's just easier just to stay here. Set up shop here. Even though this isn't what I wanted, but it'll do. So when you really think about it, so many times the things that we do in our lives, we're, they're run through this. We know we should be in another place. We know we, wish we should be doing something else. We have this call to do something else. But we don't do it. It's too hard. You know, I overheard, I was at a restaurant the other day, and there was this guy next to us eating, and I, he talked for like two hours. It must know about an hour and a half to this lady. I think the lady said two sentences in about an hour and a half. And, you know, I, I can't remember anything he said, but I remember one sentence that I overheard. The rest of it kind of just was just like, what is this guy talking about? But one sentence that he said, it went something along the lines of, um, he said, um, give me a second to try to recall the exact way he said it. But he said, it's not the fear itself that people are scared of. It's the annoyance of trying. Or the annoyance of failing. I believe he said it's the, or the annoyance of trying. And it's something very interesting because we... We go through this sometimes, and it, it, it made valid point if you put it in the right perspective. Sometimes it's not that we're so scared of failing, but we just get tired of trying. We get annoyed of trying. And this is where people give up. They don't give up in the fail. Most people don't fail the first time and quit. Like, we hear the, the saying, try, try, try again. But that's not how it always happens. It, it rarely happens like that, actually. So what happens is we try and we try and we try. We do it eight or nine times throughout a span of five or six years, and then we just think it doesn't work. But sometimes it just takes a little bit more experience, maybe a little bit more to the right, and maybe just, maybe just one more time. But we quit way before that. So I know this kind of episode kind of went everywhere, but at the end of the day, it's getting back to approved, seeking that approval of the people. And all this... When you're in that deep in that jungle, you need to understand that the only thing that matters is that you approve yourself. If you don't approve of what you're going through, if you don't approve your life right now, you don't approve your situation that you're in right now, it's up to you to change it. No one's coming to save you. And the longer you wait around hoping someone comes is another day that the jungle's just starting to grow back and get thicker. And it's getting cold and you're getting discouraged and it's starting to rain. You can't get the fire going. Problems don't get smaller over time. It's very rare. You know, they don't. So right now, even though it seems like you have a big problem in your life that you've been putting off for a long time, it's only going to get bigger. Which is why today's the perfect day to start. 
if you're not the version of yourself you want, there's something you don't like with what you're doing, change it. It's up to you. Do what you have to do to get in the state so that you're ready to change it. But sitting around waiting for people to come and save you is a mistake. It's a mistake I can tell you from experience, trying to get other people to approve of you so that they can maybe help you. And all that. No. Be approved by yourself first. Trust yourself first. And these will be my thoughts I'd share with you guys today from this beautiful day here in Bali. Oh my goodness, I cannot wait to get out and get in the sun, but I want to get this out to you guys. I appreciate you guys so much for being here. Hope you got something from here. Drop me an email, lukelifecharms.gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. If you'd like to support the channel, I would love for that as well. Um, but more importantly, any thoughts, ideas that you have that you'd like to share or hear about in the podcast, send your questions in. It's been it's been a while since I've got a, a question actually from you all here in the podcast. So feel free to email me, title it Podcast Crew, and I will address it in an episode coming up later in the future. But until that time, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening. And I'll speak to you guys all later. And this is Luke from Luke Life Charms. Over and out. <laughs>